Hello and welcome to another edition of the South Carolina Business Review. This is Mike Switzer. The COVID-19 national and public health emergencies officially ended recently, and our next guest says that this is causing some confusion for employers and employees regarding testing, vaccinations, and even remote working. Hey Good Ty is an employment lawyer with Fisher Phillips, and he joins us by phone now from his office in Columbia, South Carolina, to help us with this topic. Hey Good, welcome to the program. Well, Mike, thanks for having me. Share with us some of the concerns and issues that you are hearing about right now with these public health emergencies ending. Well, one of the things that's going to change is some people, employees, may be surprised with free things that are starting to disappear. For example, we're probably going to see the testing and the treatment not be free going forward. The vaccinations, likely for those that are on private health insurance, will continue to be free as long as they're provided in-network. And that may be a surprise to some who have relied on not having to pay for these services. And so what happens then if an employee says that they just can't come to work because they have COVID, but they can't afford to pay for the test? In most cases, we'll hope that they are covered by health insurance through the employer and therefore can go and get the test. If they don't have health insurance, then they'll be faced with a dilemma. They may have to either pay for it themselves if the employer requires it, or it is possible that the employer could accept another type of note or documentation from the healthcare provider of the employee's need to be out. But it's not uncommon for employers to require some sort of medical verification from employees when they need to be out of work due to sickness. What about employees who have been working remotely through the whole pandemic? They're still doing it now and employers want them to come back to work, but maybe they just don't feel, you know, that they want to expose themselves to health concerns going forward, even though the emergency has been declared. You know, that's an interesting question. When COVID first began to end, we saw a lot of employers and employees that, you know, continued remote work. But we're now seeing a trend where more and more employers are looking to get their employees back into the office. If they don't have a medical reason they need to stay out, they're likely going to have to return to the office as required by their employers. But some employees have got medical conditions, perhaps disabilities, and because of those disabilities, request that their employers accommodate them by allowing them to continue working remotely. That gets into sort of a tricky legal area under the Americans with Disabilities Act, where employers have an obligation to try and engage in finding reasonable accommodations for their employees. But if the job is one where employees really need to be in the office for some or all of the time, then the employer has the right to require employees to come back into the office. Now, that may mean that they have to provide some sort of accommodations. For example, you might have an employee who is immune compromised and therefore is concerned about exposure to COVID as well as other medical situations. But sometimes that can be addressed by providing them a private office or some sort of air purification system or things of that nature. 
Are you seeing that this tight labor market that we've all been experiencing for a while and that employers are certainly struggling to find qualified employees, that this is causing a lot more flexibility from the employer's standpoint for their employees? Yes, uh, we've definitely seen that. You know, if you had asked many employers three or four years ago, will you allow employees to work remotely, the answer would have been no. Immediately as COVID began to wrap up, some employers began to say they were okay with remote, but the knee-jerk reaction of some was to say, no, I don't think we want people working remotely. But what I think we've experienced is in some areas, particularly certain types of jobs, for example, information technology, some employers are finding that if they don't allow those employees to work remotely, they're not able to retain them. So, you know, there are certain categories of jobs where that definitely has become more of a requirement in order to recruit and retain employees. Well, hey, good. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Well, thanks, Mike. Hey, good. Ty is an employment lawyer with Fisher Phillips in Columbia. And remember, you can hear this show again at our webpage, South Carolina Public Radio. And you can find us wherever you find your podcasts. With the South Carolina Business Review, this is Mike Switzer. The views expressed on the South Carolina Business Review do not necessarily reflect those of South Carolina Public Radio.